Good morning, everyone. Power Life TV broadcast. Pastor Brian. And Pastor Tasha. Here to give you another great broadcast. It is Thursday. Sing that song. Do it. Hey. You were the first thing in my <laughs> Is that your jam? Oh, yeah. Hey, man. My day. Oh, this, yeah. We don't own the rights to this music. This is Kenton, Kenton Jones. Jones. And the name of the song is called My Day. Yeah, we pray that Kenton Jones comes and does a, a concert, concert yeah. for WPC. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be awesome. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Well, our, uh, our, uh, saying is this is the day that the lord has made we will rejoice and be glad in it and now we're saying that all is well in my house and my life is getting better every day every day my life is getting better that's our new confession Amen. that's our new declaration Amen. all is well in my house and my day is getting and every day is a good day every day is getting better well amen Amen. Amen. So uh, make that part of your confession. You know, uh, what was his name? Or Roberts used to say this all the time. He would say something good is going to happen to you. Mm. And they would persecute him for it. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine persecuting somebody for saying something good is going to happen, happen to you? You don't know what's going to happen to you. You never know what God's going to do. Well, no, God's going to do what his word says. Mm. And, you know, the woman that whose son uh, died and they asked her, how are you doing? How's your day? How's your shalom? She said, it is well. It is well. It is well. It is well with my soul. It is well with my soul. So we're going to declare that every day. Mm. All is well with me. All is well in my home. She could see beyond her circumstance. Mm -hmm. Most people, when a person dies, they kind of think, okay, time to surrender. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Time to surrender to the process. Time to start grieving, start picking out a plot, mm-hmm. letting everybody know, but she wouldn't st- stand for that. Mm-mm. She didn't stand for that. She was believing for a miracle. Mm. Mm. And she got. She said there's hope. Yeah. So you believe in God for a miraculous favor this year. You're going to have to declare with your mouth. Wow. All is well with me. Wow. Amen. It is as you say. It is as you say. Amen. So we're talking about uh, something called hot topics. Mm. And, um, We've been dealing with uh, something called "Does God favor a gender?" Does God favor or do, does God like the boys the best? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does He favor the men the best? You know, uh, I heard this preacher <laughs> say this one time. It's a female preacher, and uh, I believe she said, um, "I couldn't do certain things when I first started out." She said because I didn't have the right plumbing. <laughs> <I was like>. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand what that means, you know. Um, when, when did we get to the place? And I think we're going to discuss that today, but when did we get to the place that the, the male is superior and the female is inferior, Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, and when did this extreme teaching come, come to pass? Right. Uh, let's get into it today. We're talking about, uh, hot topics and, and does God favor a gender? Does he favor a gender? Does he like the boys more than the girls? So we're looking at uh, this thing called grace. And you might say, well, now, what is grace? Now, mm. grace, that word grace, 
um, we we define it as the unmerited, undeserved favor of God. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. when you boil it down to what does it mean? Grace just means favor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So so grace just means God's favorite. Mm -hmm. So the Mm -hmm. question we're posing here today is who's God's favorite? Mm -hmm. Who Mm -hmm. is God's favorite? Mm -hmm. And I was listening to uh, Billy Brim and I, I have just so much respect for that awesome woman of God. And uh, she was talking about Kenneth Hagin mm-hmm. and Kenneth Hagin addressed this extreme submission movement of 1967. Mm. Wow. So in 1967, wow. the church went through an extreme submission movement. Mm. And so in this movement, and according to these teachings, women could do almost nothing in the church, Mm. you know, which is interesting because, you know, even today, women are the ones who are mostly in attendance Mm -hmm. at a church, church. the women and the children, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, but that's changing in word power church. Oh, we, yeah, we, we have a lot of we have men a lot of men who have taken up the leadership positions in their home mm-hmm. and say, "Oh no, 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 no. It's not up to my wife mm-hmm. to fulfill the spiritual call of God. It is it's not just up to her. Mm-hmm. It's up to me as that's well right. to right. provide my role of leadership mm-hmm. in the home." And it's amazing to me that that God does appoint leadership. Mm, now we right. have to look at that in the scope of submission and and mastery and oneness mm-hmm. and equality in Christ and what does God want mm-hmm. out of his church. Exactly. And so during this extreme submission movement, women could do almost nothing. They could not preach or teach and they certainly could not make any decisions. Wow. You know, they certainly couldn't decide anything. Uh, And they couldn't do this in church or in their homes. Wow. In Mm. their homes, it was not up to them to make any decisions. So it it left the institution and went into the house. Yeah, they felt like the same principles that were working in the church needed to work in the households as well. Wow. Uh, Wives could not spend the family's money without specific permission from her husband. Mm. Uh, she could not balance the checkbook or even if she were the more talented ones, one in the house when it mm-hmm. came to mathematics and, and accounting and, and uh, that budgeting, sort of yeah. budgeting, uh, it wasn't up to her to do that. Mm. Um, and some extreme teachings, when the gifts of the spirit were in manifestation, wives were to move in closer to their husbands mm. for protection. Mm. For protection. Wow. And it's like, what well, what would the spirit do? Mm-hmm. I know, right? <laughs> what yeah. exactly did they think was going to happen yeah, when the well, spirit would start to move? Like the, the woman was in so much error that the woman was going to get struck down by lightning when the spirit of God was moving. <laughs> no, that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> uh, she was not capable. This is interesting. In the minds of some to discern the spirit. The husband was able to. Mm. He was the one who was able to discern the spirit. But in their minds, the woman was incapable of discerning the spirit. Another thing, she could not interpret passages from the Bible Mm. and could only read the Bible passages that their husbands may have 
told them to read. Mm. If their husbands told them to read certain passages, they could read it. Now, all of this is from that book uh, by Brother Hagen. Actually, oh, this him. is uh, this is what I what I learned from a teaching a from teacher. Billy okay. Brim. Okay. Bill, Billy Brim was talking about okay. it. Okay. Okay. About this extreme submission movement, mm -hmm. which Kenneth Hagen addressed at some yeah. point. He was correcting it. He was correcting it. Okay. You know, Kenneth Hagen had a had a, 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 a an ability and a, and a way to address issues in the church. And I, I noticed the same thing, the same anointing and the same ordination is upon his spiritual son, uh, Keith Moore. Mm -hmm. Keith Moore will get in there and, you know, uh, he will correct an error mm -hmm. in the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I just noticed that same anointing upon him. And a lot of times it's things that we don't want to hear when mm -hmm. it comes to correction. We don't no. want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to hear that. How many people yeah. like being corrected? Mm -hmm. I mean, nobody does. Right. But uh, correction is definitely designed to protect us mm -hmm. from ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it shows God's love. It shows God's love. Um, so even if the husbands were unbelievers, now, mm. the wives were ordered by the church to submit to her husband. So if your husband was an unbeliever and he said, don't go to church, you were supposed to not go to church. Mm. Wow. Under these extreme submission movements. Now, you know, I noticed that some people, even today, they they use the. Uh, the ministry of submission mm -hmm. and mi submission is a ministry. Mm -hmm. There, there is mm -hmm. a, a place of There's a power in there and a power of, of submission mm -hmm. in a marriage that could be a changing force, a mm -hmm. force of change mm -hmm. in a marriage. But when we use it all willy nilly, mm -hmm. now I want to, I want to do, or I don't want to do something that my husband is telling me not to do it. Well, I, I'm sorry. I can't do that. My husband said no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when it's something you want to do, yeah. you'll defy yeah. your husband's yeah. orders mm -hmm. in order to you know, lay hold of whatever it is you want to do. That's just, you know, use it. Let's be honest. That is, that is deception mm -hmm. and that is manipulation. Mm -hmm. So wow. in all That's of so these cases <laughs> of extreme submission, the wives were to submit to their husbands without question. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, we looking at uh, Genesis chapter one yesterday, and I know we're going to look at it again, but Genesis chapter one talks about how God created them both equally. Ah. But if you go and look at what happened after the fall of man, what mm. happened during sin or when sin hit the earth, the Bible talks about uh, God saying to the woman, he says this in verse 16, to the woman, he says, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. In pain, you shall bring forth children. Now, God never ordained for us to have or women to have pain in childbirth. Right. And that's so interesting because, you know, I used to read this completely wrong mm. because what it said here is I will greatly multiply your sorrow mm. and your conception. conception. Mm -hmm. That's what it says. Mm -hmm. And I thought it said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow in, in conception. conception. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. You, you think about that. He says, I will greatly multiply your sorrow. What is sorrow? Your griefs? Oh, man. Your pains? 
you know, uh, women go through a, a lot of emotional stress, a lot of emotion, <coughs> bless you, a lot of it, bless you. Oh, excuse me. Good, healthy sleep. <laughs> Uh, emotional pain, emotional stress. And, and and that was not ordained by God. That was not according to his intended purpose. Right. But if you go on to read, it says, in pain, you should bring forth children. Then it says this, and your desire shall be for your husband. And he shall rule over you. That was not God's original intention. Right. Our desire was supposed to be for our God mm-hmm. and our 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 equal our our corporate desire mm-hmm. was to be toward the lord mm-hmm. and of course we would desire each other mm-hmm. but we would desire the lord together mm-hmm. we would have a pursuit mm-hmm. and, and and god never desired for designed for us for the male to walk ahead and the woman to walk behind he designed for us to walk side by side mm-hmm. we are to have dominion together right now uh, go ahead and read genesis chapter 1 verse 26 so, I wanna... so just like you just said god's original design and mandate for the fa- for humanity is that they would dominate over god's created elements mm-hmm. for the earth together 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 mm-hmm. and so genesis 1 and 26 through 28 says then god said let us make man in whose image in our, our image, image. You know, it's amazing how God put us in his class, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not only in his image, but in his likeness. Mm -hmm. So not only are we in the image of God, but we are like God. Mm -hmm. Now, that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that we should walk around with a God complex, Complex. uh, thinking that we are the God, Mm -hmm. but we are like God Mm -hmm. and we are to manifest in the same respect, in the same manner, you know, to say, I can't do this and I can't do that. And to Think about what you can't do without respect to what God ordained you to do mm-hmm. is to deny this very word. Come on. Because if he mandated that you be like him, mm-hmm. then you don't have that spirit of fear. You don't mm-hmm. have that spirit of caution when he says, go and do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When he mandates for you to go and do that. Right. When he reveals to you your purpose, mm-hmm. then you go and your giftings. It. Yeah. Yeah. Your giftings and your callings. Yeah. And then it says, let them have dominion. Mm. It didn't say let him have dominion. Mm -hmm. It didn't say let her have dominion. Mm Because we have to talk about that too. Mm -hmm. Because some people, because they resist the extreme submission, now they go back to the original sin of wanting to usurp the authority authority Mm -hmm. of their husband. And Mm -hmm. that is not ordained of God either. Mm. So, so here we see where God said, let them have dominion. Then he tells us what we are to have dominion over Mm. the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. And then it says, so God created man. Mm -hmm. I think that's very interesting. Adam. Adam. Mm -hmm. Now, what does Adam mean? Adam means dirt. Uh, Adam means, uh, uh, it doesn't mean male man, Mm. like we always think. Yeah. Uh, it means male and female. They both were called Adam. I believe the Bible says in Genesis chapter four or something like that. And they both were called Adam, you Mm. know? And so, um, don't quote me on that address, (laughs) but the point that I'm making is that when God saw man, he saw Mm. them both male and female. Mm. He didn't see them separated. Wow. So when you say let them have dominion, that means the male man was designed to have dominion 
and the female man was designed to have dominion. Mm -hmm. They were designed to rule and reign together mm -hmm. in the mm -hmm. earth. And so it says then that, so God created man in his own image and in the image of God created him. Mm. Now that word him was not for one, mm -hmm. just male. But when he said it here, he's talking about both of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then he goes on to, to further it explain it yeah. in the way that he talks about it because he says, male and female he created them. he created them mm -hmm. so we see that god mm. created in a spirit of oneness then god blessed them mm. so is the man blessed and not the woman no or is the woman blessed and, and not, not the man, man. Mm -hmm. no god empowered both of them mm -hmm. to prosper mm -hmm. that's what blessed means empowered to prosper mm -hmm. and then he and then he blessed them and God said to them. Now, when he says this, this is their kingdom mandate. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. is their ordination. Mm -hmm. This is their purpose in life. This is what he's ordering them to do. Be fruitful. Yeah. And multiply. You know, in this world, we're called consumers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But do you know mm -hmm. that that goes against the very mind and image of God? Mm -hmm. We are not consumers we're in the mind of, of God. God. Mm -hmm. We are producers. Mm -hmm. And ever since we got in our head that we were consumers, we felt like we could do just any old thing, whether it hurt mm -hmm. people, whether it hurt mm -hmm. the environment, mm -hmm. whether it hurt others or not. Mm -hmm. We felt like we could do it because yeah. we're consumers. We, we wanted it. Right. <laughs> we desired it. Yeah. And a consuming force can often be a destructive force. Mm -hmm. And God says, no, you are not destructive. You make everything you touch better. better. That's right. That's what. And according to is. many, uh, especially the environmentalists, they believe that everything we touch, we make it worse. Mm. That is not our kingdom mandate. Wow. Wow. So it goes on. It says, be fruitful, multiply. Fill the earth mm -hmm. and listen to this, subdue it. Mm -hmm. In other words, don't allow this world in all of its wilderness and its wildness and its uncultivated way of being. Mm -hmm. Don't let that reign. Yeah. Uh, I like one saying, don't allow what God wouldn't allow. Yeah. Don't. That's so good. Don't, don't you, <laughs> you know, uh, whatever you avoid. Yeah. Satan will invade. Ooh, so powerful. if you just just let it happen, then that's not subduing the earth. You don't wow. want to allow what God wouldn't allow. That is powerful. Everything that's under your dominion, you need to put it back in order. Wow. That's what to, that's what it means to, to subdue. Subdue it. Yeah. Uh, have dominion, and it goes on to say it says it again over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and every living thing that moves on the earth. Now we notice something. That the only thing that was missing that God didn't say rule over was each other. Each other. Mm -hmm. He never said to rule over each other. Mm -hmm. So Adam was one person, person manifesting equally mm -hmm. in two different bodies. bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One male, mm -hmm. one, one female. female. Mm -hmm. Now you can't miss that point. You know, when you think about the word man and woman, you know, Woman is just a man with a womb. 
Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, in the eyes of God, he's still saying you're both men, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't I, I know that doesn't sound human. right, but, but you're both human. Yeah. yeah. You have you're, you're a spirit in the body. Mm-hmm. That's what you are. Mm-hmm. But one is a male man and then one is a female man or she's a woman or man with a woman. Yeah. And if we actually saw it the way God sees it, we would recognize mm-hmm. that God is manifesting himself mm-hmm. now. in two different bodies Mm -hmm. now when we see that that removes the competition yeah exactly there's no competition in oneness Mm -hmm. there's only appreciation Mm -hmm. now that word appreciate it means you make it better Mm -hmm. so when i recognize your giftings your callings when i see your leadership when i see your vision when i recognize you know the ordination that's upon you, the call of God that's upon you, the Mm. ability that's upon you. Now I'm not fighting for my position, Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, to speak. mm -hmm. What I'm doing is I'm valuing Mm -hmm. uh, or bringing value to and causing what's already there to be more Mm -hmm, value, mm -hmm, valuable. mm -hmm. That's called appreciation. I want to talk a little bit about submission in the time that we have. You know, uh, Jesus made this statement. He said, I only do what I see my father do. Right. Then he said, I only say what I hear him say, meaning that Jesus depended on the father. He was under the mission of the father. Yeah. But another thing Jesus went on to say is he said, if you see me, you see, you see the, father. the father. Now, you know, we're the, one. Yes. And Jesus and the father were the perfect picture mm-hmm. of what dominion, what yeah. what and yeah. submission yeah look like and oneness mm-hmm. what it looks like mm-hmm. you know so uh, Jesus could have fought for his rights yeah so this may sound like a, a weird statement but God's best is not total submission <laughs> and God's best is not total dominion and that, yeah and mastery over each, each other, other either yeah what is God's best oneness oneness he's trying to get us to oneness. Now, if you look over in Ephesians chapter five, and it talks about this, and I'm pretty sure we're going to read this again, but Ephesians five, verse 21, we always jump down to verse 22, where it says, wives submit to your own husbands, but we forget about verse 21. I know people who don't know the Bible. Yeah. Who will tell you? Who will tell you this? (laughs) They they can pull this scripture out. They know this scripture. Well, don't the Bible say, wives, you need to submit to your own husbands? As if to say, you must have this extreme submission. Right. And and so, so, you know, it's kind of like that scene, okay, from uh, Coming to America, Mm -hmm. where the parents (laughs) picked out the perfect bride for the king, for the prince of Zamunda. Yeah. And uh, so... You know, he decided to test her submission. Mm-hmm. And so he said, bark like a dog. Mm-hmm. And she goes, woof, yeah. a big dog, woof, mm-hmm. woof. Uh, hop uh, on one leg. Hop on one leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, make it sound like an orangutan. Yeah. And so anything he told her to do. Yeah, she, she did. Was, she, she was going to do it. Why? She had been taught extreme submission. Mm-hmm. And what he said at some point is, you know, the, the other, his friend said, well, isn't she beautiful? Mm-hmm. You know, doesn't she, you know, didn't you just want to go and jump on her, mm-hmm. you know, or something like that. This was a comedy movie. And he said, I want yeah. and desire a woman mm-hmm. who not only stimulates my loins, 
but also my, my intellect. intellect. That's right. Mm -hmm. My intellect. Mm -hmm. So in other words, what he was saying is that he wanted a wife mm -hmm. and a woman who could think, mm -hmm. who would add value to his life, mm -hmm. not only sexually, mm -hmm. not only through extreme mm -hmm. uh, submission, but that she would have leadership qualities as well mm -hmm. that would and add value and That's add good. value mm -hmm. to whatever it is that he was to do as far as leading his nation. And, you know, when you look at verse 21, it says that it says submitting to one another in the fear of God. So in other words, we have to learn how to get under each other's mission. Why? Wow. Because we each present value. Right. We each present leadership qualities. And there's some things that I need to get under your mission. And there's some things you need to get under my mission, but we're working together as one. Right. And I see it so clearly with Jesus and the father, mm -hmm. you know, Jesus from the foundation of the earth, the Bible says that he was, he was crucified from the foundation of the earth. Mm -hmm. So when God created mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. earth, mm -hmm. In the mind of God, Jesus was already crucified. In other words, he was already going to have to die. Mm -hmm. Do you recognize that he had to submit to that plan? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. when he submitted to that plan, the Bible says that he acquired a name in heaven, which was above every, every name, name mm -hmm. that was named. Now, no one knows the name of God. Mm -hmm. Now, if you go back to the original Hebrew text mm -hmm. there, nobody knows the name of God. And some people say, well, yeah, I do. It's Jehovah Hamashiach. No, that's not it. That's what the Jews called him mm -hmm. because they would not call yeah, God not by yeah, his, his true name. Mm -hmm. Nobody really knows the true name of God. Right. But whatever it is, God, the Bible says, took the name Jesus and placed it above mm -hmm. even his own name mm -hmm. because Jesus was willing to go so low. Mm -hmm. The father was willing to exalt him so much higher, mm -hmm. higher mm -hmm. that even higher than his own mm -hmm. name. Yeah, it's, it's about depending. It's about depending. When we look at the word love, I, I love my wife. I love my this. What, what am I saying? I love them because I depend on them. Right. And when my wife says she loves me, she loves me because she depends on me. Yeah. And when we look at this word on submission, before you go into the church trying to enforce submission, learn submission in the house. Yeah. You know, learn we, the proper order in the house. We find that. The Bible says that no one should be a deacon mm -hmm. unless your household is run well. You can run your own household. So, you know, this was talking to the male man. Mm -hmm. You know, if you cannot even rule in your household mm. well, he says, don't try to rule mm -hmm. over church. a church. Mm -hmm. So that's why we're going to stop here. But that's why it is so important that we teach this because we got to learn the foundation. Yes. We've, we've had it wrong in the churches. So we have a lot of women feeling suppressed, a lot of women feeling like they're ostracized or uh, they can't do or express their gift because things have been taught wrong at, a, at the home level. So true. And then think about this. There are so many men who fight for dominance, mm -hmm. you know, even in the workplace, mm -hmm. even in life, maybe among uh, his family and his friends. And he cannot express his dominance in place 
places yeah. because he's been so suppressed. Yeah. And so he'll try so hard to express that dominance in his household. Mm. So I can't, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm insecure at work. I'm insecure, you know, with my friends, I'm insecure at the gym or mm. I'm insecure in all these other places, but I can be the king of my castle. Mm-hmm. And so that extreme sometimes dominance will come in. And now, you know, any true leader knows that the leadership model that Jesus Christ walked in was that he went very low. Yeah, that's right. And mm-hmm. that anyone who he had a leadership appointment over, mm-hmm. he always lifted them up. Mm-hmm. So he used his leadership to lift up yeah, not and to not put down. Put down. Mm-hmm. And that is God's model. Mm-hmm. God's model, His it's the, the mandate that goes along with being the male man mm-hmm. in the household the male man is the foundation Amen. he is the foundation let us uh we're gonna come back tomorrow and we'll finish this subject i pray that you're receiving something in this series does god favor a gender well we're finding out yeah it starts in the home amen and we're looking at it from the word of god amen let us bless you the lord bless you and keep you the, the lord, lord make, make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you the, the lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace we declare shalom and blessings over your life And we declare that Jesus Jesus is Lord and he's he's upholding all things by the word of of his power. Be blessed. We love you. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. Amen.